Welcome to Next Level Shit, where our host, Dave Warner, digs out the best of the best of our guests and discusses the things that put you on a quest to rise above the rest. He'll tease out their backgrounds, their motivations, their struggles, how they got to where they are today, and we'll have fun doing it. Don't forget to subscribe, give us a review, and tell your friends. Now, sit back, sip on a cold one, and enjoy the show. Next Level Shit. What's up, Jerry? How you doing? Hey, man. What's going on, bud? Not much. Just, you know, doing the machine and making some guns, the usual stuff. Heck yeah, dude. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I, I, you guys got a lot of sales recently? Oh, it's been, yeah, it's been insane. We, we can't keep anything in stock, and everybody we work with can't keep anything in stock, and it's it's been uh, very good for us and uh, everybody we work with, so life, life's very good. Good. I'm glad to hear that, man. Yeah. It seems like there's someone all over the nation. Yeah, yeah. So I really appreciate you taking the time out to jump on and uh, yeah. want to do a quick, you know, how, how I met you. I, I had seen a video of you uh, online uh, in a local uh, news source over in uh, Detroit area. Uh, you had some interaction with uh, Mr. Biden. I had seen uh, him, him getting in your face, all that fun stuff. We'll have you explain a little more of that uh, after I'm done here. And uh, sure. I, I had my friend uh, Josh Busenbark, who's kind of an internet ninja, uh, track you down and, and get a hold of you. And then our friends at Armory Valentine helped us uh, build you uh, the first AR-14 special for you. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's something we've kind of talked about doing uh, for you to do some uh, different fundraising, things like that for organizations you care about. Uh, we made that one especially for you for kind of an heirloom item. We got thousands of requests to make more of those. Uh, that's something I said, you know, we're not going to do because that was special for you. Uh, but we might right. might do something limited, something special uh, here soon uh, for you and uh, the people that follow you. So uh, we'll kind of get into that uh, after we hang up, I guess, and see where we go with that. Um, yeah, I'm excited to do that, man. Yeah, very cool. So uh, for folks that, that never, you know, have listened, obviously in my community, you know, I, I listen to uh, a lot of things that you do. Uh, it's been crazy not only – in the world since you uh, came over and met with us. Um, but uh, I'm sure it's been a whirlwind for you. I, I mean, you, I think you left here and went on to uh, MSNBC and a bunch of other television shows. Yep. Yeah. I went all over the place, man. It was, it was, it's been quite, quite the ride, you know, I'm, I'm trying to come back down to earth a little bit right now, but as I come back down to just, you see the, the world is just going absolutely nuts right now. And I think it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better too. You know, one thing I really, really was excited about and something that you do a very nice job of is, you know, getting thrust into that platform. Uh, you've been creating a lot more unity and, and trying to, you know, create the, the unity between, you know, people, you know, that we're all together. And uh, a lot of people would, would try to, to put a wedge further between people. I really respect the positions you take and how, how well spoken you are on the issues. Yeah, man, I really appreciate that. I'm trying, I'm trying to strike, go right down that middle line, you know, but it's getting harder and harder every day. It's like, uh, you know, because there's just so many uh, of these identity politics, you know. Everybody wants to cast you into a group of people. And what I'm trying to combat is that people are individuals, no matter what color of the skin, no matter what sex they are. Everybody, when, when it comes down to it, the root cause, they all have their own individual uh, ideologies. And... That's we got to get away away from these identity politics. Agree, agree, one hundred percent. So you, uh, let's get back to that, that first day, that video that we had seen. Uh, you show up for work, and I mean, you you got Mr. Biden showing up to work. 
Uh, tell us how that day went down and what all happened. <laughs> yeah, man, it was uh, it was it was pretty crazy. I uh, well, I just went to work on a regular day, you know. And uh, at seven in the morning, we had like the safety talk. And on the safety talk, they go, "Hey, Joe Biden's coming at nine thirty. Everybody's like, "What the heck? Like, why is he coming here?" You know. And uh, so I went to go work, and I'm, I have a couple apprentices I'm working with, so I kind of just watch over them. So I had a little bit of time to take my my phone out, and I start texting my girlfriend. And uh, I just start texting her questions I want to ask Joe Biden. And uh, she's like, she's like, what the heck are you writing me? And I was like, Joe Biden's come in. Just leave me alone. I'm trying to figure this out, you know. <laughs> and uh, and so I, I, I kind of get this. Uh, it's it's more of a longer question than you think, you know. But I, I wanted to make it to where he wanted. He had to, like, listen to what I had to say. And because uh, I want to be like, hey, Joe Biden got a question. And he's going to be like, get out of here, kid. You know, I wanted him to actually listen to me. So I wrote this whole thing down, and then I uh, I go to the area where Joe Biden's going to come in, and it's like it was very poorly set up. It was like uh, there was I thought there was going to be a stage or something, you know, and like they had this whole thing blocked off. But it wasn't like that at all. It was like this this twelve foot aisle, and the they had a barricade for the uh, the media there, and then there was no barricade for all the union guys. All the union guys just stood there, and then Biden came through the opposing door. And when he came through, it was like, like there was, if somebody wanted to hurt him, they easily could have. Like, there was no protection at all. It was ridiculous. So, But he just wanted to fight you. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he came through there, and uh, uh, he starts saying, hey, I'm for, for the unions, blah, blah, blah. I start shaking everybody's hand. It makes his way to me. And then I finally had the opportunity to ask the question. And once I said my first part, he was already engaged. So I just continued with my question. And, like, he couldn't just walk away then he would have looked bad you know so it kind of got him in that i started the hole i guess and he just kept digging it yeah so was it a friend of yours or a bunch of people had their cameras out i've seen some some video from different oh god people. uh yeah. no actually most of the people around there like i i've seen them around but like most of the people that are there i don't know personally there was a few guys that's about it but yeah i think that there's all different trades there i'm in millwright by trade yeah iron workers electricians pipe fitters you have all different types of tradesmen there so um, but, and they're all very like, you know, vote blue, no matter who, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I wasn't the crowd favorite. I'll tell you that. Um, but I did have this, uh, this apprentice with me, man. He's like six, four big kid. I was like, you make sure I get to the front. So I have an opportunity to ask him a question, you know? And he was, yeah, no problem boss. And he made sure I was in the front. And, uh, but yeah, most of the videos that you see are probably media videos. So you, you went to the front to talk about the questions that were asked, what you asked Mr. Biden and. And how all that stuff went down. Like I said, there's there's gonna be a bunch of listeners. We got some in the Netherlands now and Australia and oh, all great. over the place. So uh, there's there's people that weren't familiar with that whole interaction. If you could run us through that, that'd be great. Yeah, for sure, man. I'm I'm a big fan of both those places. Like uh, for the people in the Netherlands, man, I'm a big fan of Loco. If they all know who that is. And then uh, and yeah, I've never been to Australia. I want to go out there though for sure. Um, but but yeah, so I went to go ask him this question, and it was kind of a the the first part of the question. I just told him like, hey, you know, I'm a union steward. You know, I I don't represent the union. You know, but like this is who I am. I kind of just made that. That was a plan there, actually, to get him to bite on the question. So it wasn't nothing that was stabbing, and he didn't know that I was going to be having an anti-question uh, yeah. of his policy. So therefore, he's not going to just like, no questions. So he's already engaged. So this is actually something I actually plan to do. And then after I said that, he engaged with, oh, yeah, I'm a good member, too. I was like, cool, now I got you, okay? And then, and then he goes, uh... And I asked the first question was, uh, how does he plan on keeping the union guys working? 
You know, like, because we're under the Trump administration right now. We're working really, really well. Now, we're, we're done countless hours. We're making a ton of money. Our retirement's doing really well. And he wants to come in here and say that he's going to make things better. You know, so how are you going to do that? I, I gave him the opportunity to say that. And after that question, I kind of gave him a second-tier question. And I was like, how are you going to get the union guys vote uh, while trying to take away our guns? You know, he's trying to diminish our Second Amendment rights. So how are you going to get the same vote? And then the rest is history. He kind of just, he, he told me I was full of shit, you know? Yep. <laughs> oh, sorry. I don't know if I can curse on here. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Okay. But yeah, and then uh, the, the rest of the video is, is pretty much uh, pretty accurate. Uh, I see all the subtitles, and subtitles seem to be dead on. Good. Yeah, yeah so I've, I've watched it quite a few times. And, and like I said, so did, did you do a lot of traveling to all these on-site places? I, I know you did. It was a shock to me. I, I didn't even know you were doing this. You were on... Uh, NRA uh, video, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. I was getting tagged in it all over social media. And uh, last I knew it was twenty million. I think you said they're up to like thirty million views on that. Yeah, on all different platforms. I think they accommodate still around thirty million. I'm sure. I'm sure some people have watched it more than once. <laughs> uh, but yeah, after you gave me that gun, man, I just everybody loves that thing. Like everybody wants to shoot it. They want to know where to get it. All types of stuff. And uh, but I took it to. I was very honored that you guys gifted that to me. So I was like, you know what? Let's make a stand here on this video. I'm going to, I'm going to show this gun off. You know, it kind of shows where I stand and everything. And I even put it, put like, Hey, I got this, you know, the day after, uh, happened to Joe Biden, you know? So I, I just, uh, I really appreciate what you guys did for me. And I wanted to make sure that you guys were out there and uh, we made a stance together because it, when it comes down to it, it's not just me, it's everybody as a whole. And it shows that there's other people that have my back. You see what I'm saying? Yep. hundred percent. Yeah, so that's what it's about. And it's not even just America. Just like I said, you got listeners out in the Netherlands and Australia and stuff. Like, I, I got love from all over the world. So we're making a stand on a, on a global scale here, and it's not just America. We're, we're trying to lead by example here. And I'm starting to see that in a lot of different topics as well. I've been kind of shocked that I know the Trump administration made a big stand and uh, going after, you know, sex trafficking. He talked about it again in his speech the other day. And yep. uh, they said the DOJ helped uh, in coordinating the arrest of the largest uh, dark web uh, coordinator of all these uh, video and trafficking sites. Uh, so they made an arrest there. And I've been reading like, Every day, all over the world, this stuff's starting to happen. So I, I kind of feel like it's a big, big battle of good, good versus evil going on right now, man. And it's uh, it's a lot of a lot of people like you standing up for what they believe in, and 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 you know, making a push and making their voice heard once they do have a platform. Is we need a lot of that right now. That's right. But you know what? I, I tell you what, I, we do need that. But at the same time, the the way that this evil has taken control, it stems from the very, very, very grassroots of society. You know, we have people that go to work and then they get bullied. And then it's like, ah, oh, I just got bullied that one time. You know, I'm going to let it go. But you know what? That bully goes on to bully somebody else. And then they move up the chains doing that. That's what these politicians have done their entire life. That's how they got to where they are. And that's evil beating good we have to be able to stand our ground just in a in very very low end of society you know just from the guy at the, at the cashier you know like you have to be able to stand your ground at every level and do good constantly and if you start doing that it's going to change the world yeah. so it's not it doesn't take somebody with a big platform like myself it can take somebody that's just going to work we can all do our part and it'll, it'll spread, spread like wildfire I agree. Yeah, the first time I seen that video, I said, I told Josh when I said, get a hold of this guy. He said, for what? I said, I don't know how he sits down with balls that big getting in the face of Biden, <laughs> <laughs> being a union member at a union thing. So I was like, that's uh, 
That was very unique. And I also, I seen another video. Uh, you're here in Michigan, and uh, we had the drive-through uh, kind of protest where uh, everybody created a traffic jam down in Lansing. Um, yeah, I was there. Yeah, I know. I see. That's what I was getting at. Is I seen a video of you in between two different types of people. One kind of screaming at the other person about. You know, they're on one side, they're on the other side. And you were working in the middle to kind of unify these guys and get them on a common ground. And I actually seen yep. you in a third-party, completely random person uh, post about, hey, I met this guy. I was completely on the other side at the end of the conversation. We both realized, or he helped me realize, me and the guy that I'm arguing with are both Americans, and we're, we're both, you know, fighting for the same cause. And a lot of what's happening right now is just divisive, you know, negativity all over social media. That's right. It's a lot of identity politics. And the thing is, a lot of people from the left and the right, they both want the same thing. They both want equality for all, and they both want to be free. But at the same time, they just have different, very, very different views on how to obtain that goal. And, and it just, it, that's where it gets really sticky, you know, because they feel as if that they're so right and how to obtain it that they're not willing to listen to the opposition. But us as, as being Americans, we have to be able to have free speech and talk to each other. And there is a certain demographic within, I, I'd say it's more or less on the left, left side, there's a demographic within the left that don't want to listen to free speech. They want to just shut everything up. It's my way or the highway. And I think that everybody that's on the left gets a bad rap from that demographic alone. But not everybody on the left is like that. There are a lot of people that are willing to talk, but you just have to be willing to listen as well as speak your point of view. And that's something I'm trying to bring to the table here is that if we can just talk to each other, we can get through this. Oh, I agree 100%. It, it's, it's super rare. I go over to one of my buddies, uh, Jay. He, he watches CNN and watches stuff all day long. And I'll sit there all day and talk politics with them and talk world events and stuff. And I, I'm a libertarian, so I'm kind of completely – everybody thinks I'm crazy. So, um, you know, <laughs> it's a pretty easy conversation for me to have with, you know, him and anybody else. But then in the same group of friends, I have friends that have been, you know, 30 years. They've been friends, and now through social media and engaging and all these things, you know, they're I'm not talking to that person anymore. I can't believe that. I got uncles that were friends with – you know, another family that I've known for probably 45 years and they don't talk anymore because he supports candidate X and it's just completely different than, than when I grew up. I remember, you know, going to family stuff and, you know, I'm, I'm in school and I'm learning things and I would bring up politics and, and my mom's like, you don't ask somebody who they're voting for. That's between them and the voting booth, you know, that's right. And, and it's like completely insane that that's all everybody does anymore is talk about who they're voting for and why and, you know, trashing the other candidate. And, and it's so funny to me because how many times has your mind been changed in a Facebook argument? Probably zero. <laughs> well, actually, well, I can say the old me zero, but I've had my, I've had my, my person have been changed a few times, even in this past few, past uh, year or so. It's just that, cause I, I'm, I'm willing to actually listen to people for sure, you know, but ju just like my, my grandparents, uh, they just passed away recently. I but, um, Sorry for your loss. They, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's a big loss for sure. And not just to me, but to, to society. They were great people, man. Um, but you know, they always told me like, you know, like you, that's your business. You know, that's why when I went on Fox and friends, they asked me like, Hey, are you going to vote for Trump? And I was like, I'm going to keep that to myself, you know, because it's, it, it shouldn't matter to the public who I'm voting for. It should only matter to who the individual is voting for. The fact that people are driven by judging people by who they're, they're politically affiliated with 
doesn't do anything for the society in itself. So that th- we got to stem away from that, you know, look at each other, smile at each other, and then just live in unity and then let politics happen. Let people, you know, make their own decisions on what they have to do. And but if you just spread love and cheer around people, people will just be in a more positive manner and be able to talk to people better. You know what I'm saying? They'd, like Conversations will flow a lot better if you respect the other person. Oh, I agree. Yep. Yeah, that uh, I think that what uh, they were they were heading for 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 you before the whole Corbin thing was. I mean, you you were in a position to. They probably tried to want you to be the next uh, Joe. Was it Joe the plumber? And you that's know, right. Started yep. hitting the pavement for him. Oh, I got. I had a lot of people calling me Joe the plumber, but I, I tell you what, I'm definitely not that. Um, I actually I've spoken to uh, some people in the Trump administration that are very very high up, and uh, I just I told them like you know what. Um, because they, they, you know, there's, I got, I got things from the Democratic Party too. But it's like I'm not going to be a political puppet. Yeah. You know, you. I, I, you're not going to be seeing me going red or blue or any, anytime soon. I'm just, I'm an American. I stand up for American beliefs, and I, I stand up for everybody's right to have their reason and do whatever they want because that's what it comes down to. It's, it's, you have freedom of religion. You know, you have freedom of press, freedom of speech, all that stuff. And who am I to tell you that you're wrong? Yeah. In, you know, in, in, so, in my mind, you know, without that Second Amendment, we can't stand up for any of those. That's why that exactly. was so important to me. Yeah, that that's one I'm not going to bend on. I'll tell you that. <laughs> that that one right there is uh, I'm stapled to. You're going to have to do a lot. The only thing you're going to do to change my mind is actually uh, maybe use one against me. Yep, that's pretty much it. Because like without, I mean, we got to look at what our forefathers had to do to, to to get where we are now. They had to use weapons. They had to they had to deter evil, so we can have good. And if we give that up, it's just opening a door to evil. You know, the, the, the Bill of Rights are there because those are pillars to hold out evil. And if you, that these pillars are being broken down as we speak. And if, and if these things fall, like evil, evil will, evil's afoot, I'll tell you that. And um, if there's anything I can tell your viewers right now, man, it's that not just in America, but all over the world, you have to start standing up for what you believe in. And once you say something that you believe it, do not apologize for it. Because once you apologize, that shows weakness. And that's what's happening in America right now. People are all over the place. you got people in the NFL and NASCAR and basketball and, and, and movies and stuff like that. And they're constantly apologizing and backpedaling because they don't want to lose a paycheck. They're choosing money over, uh, over their morals. And that in itself is evil. You know, I, I, we, could, we could talk about this stuff all day, man. But, but that's what it comes down to. It comes, to. it comes down to the individual making a self-sacrifice to stand up for themselves. And if the individual doesn't do that, the entire free world will fall, I guarantee you. I agree. And what's really funny to me is I have so many acquaintances and people that I talk to that are super well-spoken, super knowledgeable, that they don't want to make that stand. They don't see themselves kind of as, I guess, a leader or I don't know why they don't vocalize things more. And I really wish that they would because there's a lot more people that, that like you said, if they would stand up for what they believed in, this world would be a completely different place. Some of the best people I know don't have a ton to say, but they know a whole lot of good information. You're right. Well, that's what they talk about in, in America right now. Like you hear President Trump talk about the silent majority. And he's very right about that. There's a silent majority out there because there's people that have been brought up with morals and respect for others. They are not trying to go out there and have an argument every day of their life. They have their political beliefs, and they're going to keep it to themselves until they get into the voting booth, which is perfectly fine. 
But we have people that are going out there and destructing and trying to, excuse me, destroy our country from within. And this is when we need to actually stand up and, and speak out against this. And this is not a right or a left thing. There are plenty of people that are on the left that are also part of that silent majority. You know, like like Dave Rubin himself. That guy, uh, Dave Rubin, is a uh, is a liberal at heart. You know, and he's he's also a uh, he's also gay, and he also disagrees with the far left's uh, mentality of what of what they're trying to pursue right now. So it has nothing to do with the right and left. It has to do with the good and the evil. And evil's definitely winning right now. How do yeah? Like uh, I don't know. Like I was, I was talking to another podcast last week of how do we stop it? How do we shift momentum? How do we get things? you know, back to a positive, upbeat. I mean, all, all of social media, you know, used to be a blast, man. It was jokes and memes and fun, and then it just completely went dark, you know, and it's uh, it's hard. To, I, I got on on Friday, and I just typed, the world's a beautiful place, and I just chucked my phone. I was done for the day. I opened up for five minutes, and it's like, yeah, I've had enough of that. Yeah, I hear you, man. I, I tell you what, that's something I personally have been struggling with recently because I'm trying to be on social media to, like, you know, stand up for people and and make my voice heard and make a difference. But there's so much negativity, it's, it really gets to your soul. And, you know, I just recently got on Twitter. Like, I'm new to Twitter out there. And what, uh, when, I'm lo- when I'm learning what Twitter is, Twitter is just a, a giant platform for people to go on and complain. Mm-hmm. And so many, that's, what, that's what everybody's out there doing. In so many words or less. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So they go on there, they complain like, this sucks, this is bad. And then it's like, all right, I'm going to bed. Well, well, what are you doing about it? Yeah. You know, everybody wants to have a megaphone and speak their speak what they believe to be the most right thing to do. But how many people are going out there and gathering petitions or are going out and, and helping their community? You know, that's what we need more of. We need to be able to, be, to go out and actually help our neighbors out. When you go out to the store... Say, open a door up for somebody. Say, thank you. Say, you know, have a great day. Like, actually spark up a tiny conversation with somebody. Like, hey, man, uh, nice shoes, whatever. You know, yeah, just yeah. just, just those types of positive things in the, in the world of what we're living in today will do magnitudes of different uh, of difference. You know, you're spreading cheer throughout people, and that is not something to take lightly. You actually, that stuff spreads just like how, imagine that you're in a room, right? And then you have somebody come in, they're just in a really bad mood. Well, no, that kills the vibe for everybody, right? Yeah. The same exact opposite things happen when you walk into a room in a, with a positive form. Oh, yeah. You know? And so just the individual can, can change what's happening right now. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll be bombarded with a world of shit, and I still got a smile on my face and got a joke, you know? And it's, uh, I don't know, that's, that's what always turns me around is if I'm having a terrible shit day, making somebody else laugh, and then I'm like, okay, that wasn't really that bad, you know? And, right. and when we're we're so spoiled as a society of all the things I see people complaining about and dealing with, and they're all freaking out, and I'm just like, do you realize how good we have it here? Like it's insane. That, that's it. They don't. There are a lot of people that don't ever leave the country. Now, my, me personally, if I've been to Canada a couple times and I've been to Mexico once, and by no way, shape, or form have I ever like went to like a poverty country. But you know what? I've seen pictures and I've heard stories, and that right there is enough for me. Oh, I mean, and so I. I I have to know what we have to protect here. You know what I'm saying? You're on the same board. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I remember I went all back in uh, Thailand and Dominican and go over the place, and they tell you, you know, don't leave this area. Well, the first thing I do when somebody tells me not to do something is I do it. And, <laughs> you know, so I'm jumping in uh, this car with a complete stranger, having him drive me to a temple in the middle of nowhere. And, and I'm watching, you know, this guy, you know, that's missing an arm, hauling 
you know, this big cart down the street to go set up his corner stand and, you know, sell two to three things in an afternoon. And I mean, I'm just watching what these people go through every day to try to have a life. And then I get on social media when I get back and I'm like, man, we are so spoiled. It's, it's insane. And, and my, my grandfather, you know, he used to tell me, you know, I used to sweep dirt floors. I used to have this, I used to have that. And, you know, just, just coming up with having that in my ear all the time helps me realize how good we really do have it, you know? Right. Yep. And the same thing with me, man. My grandparents lived through the Great Depression. Yeah. So I got to hear about that all through my childhood, you know? And I don't want to have to go through back. I don't want to have to go through that. That sounded terrible. Yeah. Yep. You know? But that that's pretty much where we're heading right now, though, you know? Have you, uh, are you familiar with postmodernism at all? I'm not. Tell me more. Okay. So I advise everybody that's listening right now to read up on postmodernism. And if you want to understand what this is, I highly recommend you listen to Jordan Peterson. And I'd also like to add that you read the book, 12 Rules for Life. I believe that is the most important book out right now besides the Bible itself. So if everybody were to read that book, the whole world would change overnight. 12 Rules for Life. Got it. By Jordan Peterson. So postmodernism is something that's been spoken about by philosophers for a, a very long time. And what it is, is it's, it's, it gets to the point to where you have reached a pinnacle of society. And that's pretty much where we're at now. And it's with people that have never had to go out and work for anything or obtain anything themselves. They've had it so good that they then want to reach for um, the ultimate, what we'll call the Garden of Eden. I don't know if anybody's familiar with the Bible or anything like that. Now, mind you, I'm no I'm just trying to speak of things that we can all reconcile with. And that, that is pretty much a utopia. And that's what we're witnessing in today, is that there's these people that are, they still live at home with mom and dad. They have had everything handed to them, but yet they want to change the world. So they're unable to fix their lives, right? So like, let's say they're, they're, they're drowning in debt, in student loan debt, right? Plenty of them are. But yet they want to fix the world to accommodate their individual choices. And that's exactly what we're experiencing now. And this can change very, very, very rapidly. And I, I just want to stretch a truth of what's actually happening in this day and age. It's that we are witnessing a teardown of the free world from within, and it has to do with postmodernism, and that these people are not people that want to have their minds changed. They want to change the entire world to benefit their own individual selves. Are we talking about politics? And if you want to know right more now? about this, please. Just, uh, um, uh, <laughs> yes and no. I'd say I'd say this is more this, this is more of uh, people that are um, just civilians, but they're being used as puppets by politicians. Gotcha. If yes, that makes it does, sense. 100%. So, and if you guys want to know more about that, I highly recommend any video. If you just type in Jordan Peterson, uh, you'll be hooked on one video. It doesn't matter which video you choose. Yeah, definitely check that out. He, uh, yeah, he is definitely today's uh, Socrates, and I know exactly what that means to say, to compare him with. He is definitely the Socrates cool. of today. I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, for sure. So what are you, uh, what are you going on to next? Are you just going to kind of keep spreading the love, and uh, what, are you, what are you doing like on an ongoing basis now? Uh, well, we're going to be making a stand here soon. Um, now, this is a stand that I'm going to be making for uh, all the American people. And I can't tell you the name of it yet, but I have an organization underway, and it should be going live early August. Um, and 
so like I said, I can't tell you the name, but what it is, is I'm going to, I'm trying to get people to get involved with this. And I want to make it to where I have this organization where kids can come out between the ages of 10 to 17, and they're going to learn how to be individual uh, people and, and self-dependent children or young adults, I should say. Um, and uh, I'm trying to, I'm sorry, I'm walking all over the place here. Ten, so there's kids going to come out 10 to 17 and we're going to teach them how to hunt, how to fish, how to do laundry, how to, uh, how to fix a car, pretty much life, very basic things that you need to survive and that you, that you don't need to seek help for, you know, cause right now we live into a society where there's a ton of broken families and the, these children are, are growing up to be, uh, to be juvenile delinquents, you know, they're, they're growing up to be uh murderers and rapists and they're, they're robbing people and just doing a lot of bad things because they are not being taught what it takes to be an upstanding citizen in the united states of america yeah think of where we're, where we're living today we're living today uh in an era to where we have a device in our hands that you can get any information you could possibly want you can get the the in education any field you want for 100 percent free it's all on your on your phone or your laptop, whatever you want to call it. And we have a, a, a huge society that's refusing to use it. They want to go pay $100,000 for an education, you know, at a college. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some things that you have to go to college for to, you can't just learn on, on your phone. But, ju- like, like, think of it. When you were a kid, how did you learn about a certain uh, uh, field? You know, you'd have what? A, you have an oh, yeah. assembly in high school where some, where some freshman in college would come and talk to you about astronomy? Yep. You know, but now you can go on YouTube and you can look at at these astronomy experts that are giving their information away for free. You can go learn quantum physics right now for free, but nobody's using this as a tool. So what we're trying to do is to teach them a to use their phone as a tool, not a toy, and to be just self dependent because we have people that are growing up with with the with the mindset that the government has to take care of them no matter what. And that right there is what we're struggling with in yeah, the United that, States of America. Yeah. People have it so good, and they feel like they feel like big government has to fix everything for them, and they have no self-discipline or responsibility for their own actions. Yeah, and economic discipline too, being able to, you know, balance a checkbook, being able to do, you know, a lot of these yes. type of things. I know a lot of people are doing, you know, similar organizations where you get into that class that you know you don't have a parent at home, you don't have somebody that's paying the bills on time, that's showing you how to work, how to budget, how to save, how to invest. You know, these are all things that, you know, I think should be taught in high school just across the country, you know. It should be, but it's not, you know. And then the other thing I'm going to be teaching this is uh, gun safety, too. The the entire camp will be the biggest goal here is to learn about the Constitution of the United States and to learn how to use a firearm correctly. And everything else that you learn there is complete bonus. But that's what we need. We have to teach people how to protect themselves and how to protect the Constitution of the United States. Because right now, that is very much under very attack. Nice. That's exciting, man. That's very exciting. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it is very exciting. I really hope we can get it off the ground. I hope we get a lot of support. And this is going to be that is going to be here to protect America. Like, we're going to be we're going to be spreading this. We're going to be breeding patriots to protect America very nice. for here on out. You know, and then not like that, we get to get to yeah. them before the colleges yep. do. That's exciting. Free thinkers, yeah, for man. Sure, man. And uh, 
Yep, that, that's, that's exactly right. Free thinkers. You think for yourself. Don't don't let people bully you into what you should be thinking about. And that's exactly what's happening to the to the the very far left, the extreme left. You know, like I, I'm trying, like I said, I'm trying to. I'm calling it as it is. So I'm not picking my sides of right or left. So anybody listening out there, that's not what I'm doing here. I'm calling it as what it is. So you have these people that are. Like, let's say that you're just out with your friends, right? Like they say you're, a, you're 19 years old, you're out with your friends, and you say, you know what? Um, what Trump did the other day wasn't so bad. Well, now your friends are going to scold you like, how dare you say something positive about Trump? Well, so what are you going to do? Because as a human, it is, it is built into your genetics to stay inside of your comfort zone. And if you are being shunned by your closest friends or even your family, they are going to create tension in that, and you're going to feel as if you're being pushed out of your comfort zone. So you are then, in return, switching off your morals and what you truly believe to stay inside of your comfort zone, and that's how this is spreading. I can't explain it any. Or you have trolls like me. Like sometimes I get bored on a Friday afternoon, and one of my buddies will post something, and then I'll go antagonize them for about 20 minutes, and they get so riled up they call me, and I'm just laughing because – I know they're getting super mad, and I'm like, I, I'm, I really don't take any of that that serious. <laughs> right, right. And that's another thing is, like, we can't take yeah. everything so serious. The only thing that we should be taking serious right now is that we have our constitution under attack, politically and from society. Other than that, nothing's serious. What are we worried about? Yeah, like I said, I think uh, we're – it's going to be a weird time. Like you said in the beginning, you know, I think it's going to get a lot worse before it's going to get better. I don't know what's going to happen after the election. Um, I think things are going to get super weird. Uh, the economy, I'm, I'm, I'm super concerned yeah. about that. We've been very, very fortunate. We're super diversified. So, you know, we're in very different industries. Uh, and we've been very, very blessed to be able to just keep running this whole time. Uh, we're essential workers. And then, uh, obviously, the firearms division has been working uh, around the clock uh, nonstop. We did more background checks in the first quarter than we did last year. Um so nice. I, I think I thought things were getting back to good. I, I don't, you know, know too much about the Corbin and all this, but apparently we're getting another round, even though the deaths are non-existent, the mortality rates dropping. Now we're, you know, getting these false tests down in Florida. I just read about before we jumped on. Yeah, yeah like, I just so saw the, that there, too. there was like 30 hospitals that were over 90% positive. And the one was 99, but they put the decimal place in the wrong place. It was supposed to be 9.9. I'm like, like, that's not bad mm-hmm. math. That's, that's politically driven bullshit in my mind. So I, I just am having a hard time, right. you know, seeing where, when does all this end? How does this end? You know, I was following other countries that were going by herd immunity and their level of success with that. Uh, and then, you know, like Taiwan, they basically shut down right away. Didn't allow anybody in from China because they follow China's, you know, tweets and their secret stuff. And they're like, something's going on over here. They shut down right away. Didn't let anybody in. And they're, they've been running normal. Uh, New Zealand, they did a good job of it. And, you know, it's like, I don't know, like they're talking about a vaccine now. Uh, My daughter works at a facility where they, they worked on a couple different vaccines. They they got those in the final phase of testing. But, um, you know, I I don't know what the the answer is or when this thing goes away, we go back to normal, but uh, I don't know how long a lot of these businesses can take this. And I'm driving down the road every day seeing more closed businesses and more places. You know, sorry, we've lasted this long, but we couldn't, you know, last this virus. Um, 
Yeah, these these middle companies, they're going to be crushed for the next few years. Like, I I can already see the writing on the wall. So what what's happening? Because I, I follow all. You don't mind me speaking on this? Um, yeah. So uh, I follow the I follow stocks and everything as well, and and economics too. So what what we're witnessing here is we have coronavirus that came over here, and we're using that as a that think about Wall Street runs the world, right? I don't think that's a secret to anybody. Um, so what's happening is we're creating Wall Street is ran by fear. So when the stock market senses fear, that it, it dips every time. You can look at the statistics if you want. You can just Google it because, like, even like when Martin Luther King died, like the stock market went down. When H1N1 was here, the stock market went down. Every time something happens, the stock market goes down. But now we're 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 driving fear into society, and that is that is making it to where the the stock market yep. goes down, right? Well, if you actually look back in April, the stock market made more gains than any other month since uh, 1987. And the reason why that's happening is because we're getting uh, federal bailouts from the Federal Reserve. So now that the, the economy is sitting idle and the stock market's going through the roof. And the reason why this is happening is if you keep the economy at an idle stage and the stock market goes up because the Federal Reserve is pumping money in there, you will not see inflation happening on a day-to-day or even a month-to-month basis. So inflation, what we learn in school, is 3% per year, right? Well, the Federal Reserve has dumped $7 trillion into the economy now. Now, by doing that, you think that the inflation would go through the roof, right? A gallon of milk should cost $6 by now, right? Well, it's, it's not. It's because the economy is on such an idle right now that inflation is not showing. And they're also going to be they're using this uh, coronavirus to show uh, that the uh, the dollar or coins are a superchargers for a virus spreading uh, for for spreading the virus. So now, have you ever seen? I've always uh, have you already seen that? Yeah, I just shortages? heard about that. We talked that about that a little bit earlier. It was weird. Yeah, that it, it, it's 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 all part of the plan. We are our country or the world is 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 on its way to a cryptocurrency basis. And they're using the coronavirus as an excuse to get that. I was going to say, because it, it was funny. I was together. talking to Zach earlier. You met him when you were there. And he's like, there's like, well, less people are going to the store. We're, so we're not getting as much change. And he was like, but you're not giving as much change either. Then are you? So I was just kind of confused. on like, are they, how's the change disappearing? Exactly. Everybody has buckets of change at home. And then what's happening, what I believe is happening is that when, the, the banks control everything, okay? That's Wall Street uh, and then the central banks. The central banks, what they're doing is they're taking the change and they're they're getting rid of it and they're going to be doing the same thing with cash. They're going to be getting rid of the cash. And then, so right now they're doing debit and credit cards. Eventually, we're going to see the, uh, these big companies come in called, like, uh, have you heard oh, yeah. of a company called Square yet? Okay, so Square is going to be one of the big, in my opinion, is going to be one of the biggest companies in the world. Because they're going they're a they're a bank without bricks and mortar. You're gonna see all these bricks and mortar banks uh, go down. You know, like uh, I don't know, Fifth Third Bank. You know, oh, yeah. you see that in your corner. That's not gonna be there. That's not gonna be in there anymore. But the, we're, we're we're witnessing right now the biggest transfer of wealth in the history of mankind, and that's why all these businesses are staying idle. So ima- imagine this. Let's say uh, let's use your business for example. I don't see your business going under anytime soon, but we're gonna use it for an example, right? Let's say that uh, people just stop buying guns, right? Or that, not stop buying guns. Everybody, keep buying guns, everybody. Um, let's say that they close you down. Yep. You're not essential, right? Obviously, that's against the Constitution, but uh, you're not essential, and now you're going to be going out of business. Well, I'm going to walk in there, 
with three or four of my buddies that are experts on gun sales and all this stuff. And I'm going to go to the bank because we have the lowest interest rates in the history of mankind. But now we've had interest rates for thousands of years. So a lot of people don't know that. And the lowest interest rates in the history of mankind, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to go get X amount of dollars. We'll call it $5 million. I don't know how much your company's worth. It doesn't really matter. I'm going to get a $5 million loan. And I'm going to buy your company for pennies on the dollar because you have a profitable company already. So I'm going to take your business, buy you out because you can't afford to stay open. And I'm going to wait until this whole storm is over. And now I have a profitable business um, that is already paying for my loan as it is with a very low interest rate. The interest rates that we have now are lower than inflation itself. And that is exactly what's happening right now in the, in, in the United States. Actually, this is happening on a global scale. And it's not going to stop anytime soon. So you're, you're, you're thinking it's going to be, I, I did, I did a ton of early investing in uh, cryptocurrencies and different currencies and things like that, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and a lot of the altcoins and things like that. And that was one of the things that we've always had yeah. a discussion uh, in those groups is, you know what, the government's never going to let one of these things be the king and just kind of take over. And this is going to be a unified monetary currency. They're going to come out with their own cryptocurrency. And actually, in in the last bill uh, that they did for the whole stimulus and keep the economy going, 600 bucks a week, the original draft they had in there to create a U.S. dollar version of the cryptocurrency that stated a dollar, that is a dollar, that would basically be an electronic form of money. Um, and they took that verbiage back out of there, but it, it was the only reason I know it was in there was because it got shared uh, pretty frequently in all the cryptocurrency groups because they thought that would cause a spike in the cryptocurrency market. Right, yeah, I see, I believe that's going to happen as well. Um, it's funny that you just uh, started saying that too. Um, uh, because because what I see happening in the uh, cryptocurrency market right now is um, th- this thing. Now now don't don't take my word for it. Do your own research, everybody listening. Um, I, I do do my due diligence on this stuff, and I do predict that Bitcoin within the next thirty days. It could be much much sooner than that, but I believe Bitcoin in itself is going to have an absolute eruption in, within the next thirty days. But you got to think that we had we just had this uh, this trillion dollar. Uh, bailout right and now we're needing another one people still aren't back to work as much as that that they're saying that it is and the dollar is going to take a hit the dollar is being lifted right now if you go to look at it the dollar is about to take a hit when the dollar takes a hit bitcoin is going to go through the roof bitcoin is is um is uh what's what i'm looking for it's the new gold it's a crypto gold so it's like it's it's an asset, right? It's not something I know. I know a lot of people don't aren't aware of what it actually is, but I do. I am giving you guys a prediction right now that Bitcoin is absolutely going to go through the roof soon. So just watch that very closely. And um, if anybody's out there listening and wants to get involved in this stuff, I highly recommend that you uh, get into hard assets, gold, silver, um, and and cryptocurrency as well. Um, the stock, the stock market in general is going to keep keep rising as long as the Federal Reserve uh, is involved. Make that money machine go burnt. Yes, and uh, actually, since we're talking about stocks, if you don't mind me uh, bringing one up, is that cool? If I bring a stock yeah, up, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I've been following this stock for quite some time now. I'm sure some people are, are uh, uh, familiar with it, and it's uh, it's called Tesla. I'm sure you've heard of Tesla, right? Oh yeah. So my prediction. The biggest company that has ever 
I, I can't say I disagree with that. I, I listen to him uh, pretty closely, Elon, very closely. And I can't even keep track of all the super insane high-level projects that they have going on all over the world. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, everybody thinks it's just a car. And I'm like, oh, no. There's not, way more than that. No, yeah. it, the, 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 it's not just a car. What it is, it's a software company that is also on wheels. So they, data is the new oil. So you had you have remember oil the big oil boom well, we weren't alive or anything, um, but that when when we had that oil, um, everybody rolled that to the top. Well, data is the new oil, and Tesla is the only one in that race. Um, so what they have they have autonomous driving coming out. Uh, they're already at stage four, and uh, that car itself the drive the the car itself will drive you. And Elon Musk just actually tweeted about that. He's uh excuse me he had a, a meeting about it and he expects to have. Uh, stage five done by the end of this year. He's never been great on his timeline, so I'm going to give it 18 months. But so, so think about uh, December of 2021. Tesla will have fully autonomous cars where you can push a button, it'll come pick you up and take you where you want to go. Uh, aside from that, uh, the three safest cars ever produced are all Teslas. And there's uh, there's countless more facts I can give about it. I know this is like more of a gun talk show, but uh, I I like to be. It's not. Um, it's it's a. It's a talk show. It literally okay, says cool. random shit, man. That's what we do. <laughs> okay. And, cool. and, and, and it's insane to me. I don't know if you heard at his NeuroCore program that they're drilling like a one inch core into people's heads that have, say, your, your arm quit working or you can't do this, you can't do that. Uh, they're going to put this device into your head that'll hardwire into your brain and allow you motor functions that you were losing, uh, stop dementia stop Parkinson's, uh, allow you to non-verbally communicate with other humans, to be able yeah. to transmit thoughts back and forth, uh, to have a global internet. I don't know if you've seen all those purple satellites that launch 300 at a time. Yeah, so um, that's actually a different company than Tesla yeah, itself. But, but so I, I just can't four believe. Different companies. Yeah, I just can't believe. Like you, you look at one thing this guy's doing, there's, there's all these different projects that, he oh, yeah. had, that he's on that are light years ahead of anybody else in the industry. I mean, they, they reverse engineered some competitor, reverse engineered Tesla's chips and technologies, and they said it would take seven years for those guys to be able to duplicate what they're doing now. He said he's already three chipsets ahead of what he has in production. Yeah, so you've seven, already done your research. I like that, yeah. man. I, just talk, I, know I don't ever talk to anybody that's actually what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but se seven years in the technology world is like 50 years in the regular world, you know? Mm -hmm. So for him to be that far ahead is insane. Yes. And, I, I and, fully expect General Motors and Chrysler to go out of business. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, my, my son watches their stocks like crazy. And that's so that's the reason why I know so much. Like when things were down, he's like snatching it up. He's like, Oh my gosh. He's like, these, this is going to be insane. And he texts me every time it hits all time high and, you know, so, yeah, I right. definitely follow him. And, and like I said, just, I mean, he's digging tunnels underneath Los Angeles for faster transit. And I mean, who, you know who, why who, he's who? doing that? Yeah. So I, he, I, I, it's I, called, that's called the boring company. The reason why he yeah. wants to do it is because he wants to turn, he wants to turn the streets into a three dimensional pathway. So you're going yeah. underneath, right? But yeah. he, this is actually crazy. He actually thought about this way before in, in advance. So he's, he's creating all of these, these cars, right? Well, they're already, they already are predicting a lithium shortage in by 2024. So they're not going to have enough lithium to create these batteries. So what he's using the boring company for is, A, to dig tunnels, but also to search for lithium. Yeah, and it's, it's insane to me. 
it's insane to me that the strictest, you know, most stringent state in our country is like, oh, it's Elon Musk. He can go ahead and do that. That's fine. You know, right. like who else gets to do that? You know. Oh yeah, for sure, man. I'm uh, I'm I'm pretty excited to keep this, to see how this is going. But uh, but he's definitely going to be the leader of how how things are changing uh, in the world itself. And, yeah, he's. Uh, the- he started getting political too in the past month. Yes, and, yes, you know, we, we have very opinions. similar political views as well. He was about to pull his company out of uh, California to into Texas because he uh, they are trying to quarantine people that are healthy, which I'm very against that. Yep, and it's it's unique to see someone in that position stand up and say what they believe in and stick to it. Yes, absolutely. I think that everybody should be giving Elon Musk their full support because he is a man of stature and he he is a man of the people as well. Um, he's also, he's also an alien because that's how he's so smart. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you what, man. Actually, he just passed up Warren Buffett on net worth yesterday. Really? Yeah. So just to show how fast this company is growing, he just grew just in the past. What was that? Past thirty days, he went from like just a mediocre company to the eighteenth most valuable company in the world to the eighth. Now he dropped back to like twelfth, I believe, because that's how stock is. It goes by the market cap. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's how fast this company is growing. The, the, the stock right now is sitting around the 1500 mark. I predict that this company would be worth $10,000 within five years and over 20,010. And I know that sounds extremely outlandish. But no, it doesn't based on history. I mean, it's, it's just getting started too. <clears throat> yeah. Well, the- I, I follow him pretty closely, like in my pool, the pool area downstairs where we have a pool table, uh, game area. I have a huge painting of him when he was on Joe Rogan and he, oh, smoked, cool. a, and he smoked a joint. And then <laughs> I the, remember that, yeah. the, the smoke is in a 6% symbol, it looks like, because he lost 6% of his stock the day he hit a joint. And everybody's like, oh, he's done. And I was like, no, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. This, this stock's going to keep going higher and higher. They have exponential glo- growth. If anybody wants to see why they're going to have exponential growth, go ahead and look up Moore's Law. And that should explain to you why it is. Because this is a software company. This isn't an autom- automobile company. They're actually Correct. writing three three of the five different disruptive innovations that are coming too. And if you guys actually want to figure out where the, the world is going within the next five years, I highly recommend everybody listen to Kathy Wood with ARK Invest. And she she is a she's the next Warren Buffett, in my opinion. And she has proven this time and time again. She was the first analyst to buy Amazon, also the first analyst to buy uh, Tesla. So Kathy, she, what, Kathy what? Wood, W-O-O-D. That's what I thought. With Ark Invest, right. and um, you should see their numbers. They are absolutely substantial, and um, she's called everything on pinpoint accuracy for the past five years, and she's continuously hitting everything pinpoint accuracy as time comes on. So, if you guys want to know what's happening in the world on a technological basis, um, go ahead and listen to her, and she'll explain to you how we're going to be working side and side with bipod robots, and how your food's going to be delivered by drones, and with, with definitive evidence as well. This isn't speculative. This is uh, already in process to happen. Uh, we're, we're also going to have our own geneticists within the next five years. You're going to be able to go to your geneticist. They're going to download your human genome, and they're going to be able to uh, alter it so you will not have underlying diseases uh, when you're older. And they've already cured, I think that they've already cured it, don't quote me on this, uh, childhood blindness. And that is a company called CRISPR. And if you want to learn more about this, just Kathy Wood with ARK Invest. So it's just, it, it's fun being part of the future. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Like it's, I can't believe half the stuff that's happening right now. It's super exciting. And how fast it's happened too. 
Um, you know, I, I sit there and I look back and watch old VHS from when I was a kid and, you know, my uncle with the camcorder and then you got to bring it home and put it in the VCR and you got to hook it up to the TV and it's like, oh, man, yeah. you got all, all that in your pocket now. It's insane. That's right. That's right. And you know what? Now you have all these analysts that, that are like in uh, MSNBC and CNN and all them, they're talking stocks and stuff. Well, if you guys look and do, do your own due diligence online and type in certain companies, there are people that are in their basements or in their guest rooms, whatever, they are doing videos that are literally experts in these new disruptive innovations uh, because the, there, there are no other analysts for them because they are new technologies. So there are these people that are experts that the, that the mainstream media knows nothing about and they are right constantly on what's 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 up and coming so the underground stuff is what's going to change the world just like your podcast right now your podcast is something that what we can we can use to um talk to each other to actually start a movement within itself because like these big things are being watched you know facebook's being watched twitter's being watched all this stuff but you know if we come down here to these podcasts and we start having conversations and start commuting with each other within our communities we can actually make make a difference in a very patriotic way it's a beautiful thing man yeah so just keep it up man keep uh keep your podcast coming up and well we got we got to work together on this man we got we got we got to make a movement I, i'm sorry to come uh, to get off track a little bit but that's what we're here for we're here to make a stance for america right yeah hell yeah like i said my my level of brain i have no track we just shoot the shit for an hour and have a good time and and life's good man oh yeah that's what i'm talking about dude i love it <laughs> well i'm i'm uh we're at about 52 minutes here so what i like to do i like to wrap up things by letting people give a shout out to a nonprofit. tell us a little bit about it tell us a website that people can uh jump on and be able to support that nonprofit, and uh why you chose that one Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't think I have the website with me, but if you Google it, I'm sure it'll come up. Um, a gentleman uh, brought this to my attention who was on Joe Rogan, actually. His name's Paul Stamets. And that, oh, yeah. Paul Stamets on Joe Rogan, in my opinion, is the best Joe Rogan episode I've ever seen. And 100%. It's the, the first one, not the second one. So make sure you get the right one. Yeah, so you've seen it. Okay, so yep. he's, he's affiliated with this organization called MAPS. And MAPS, what they do is they use uh, psilocybin mushrooms to uh, combat PTSD for veterans or PTSD for anybody at that matter. And what MAPS can do is actually within 90% of the time, I, think, I believe it's 90% of the time, just one course of a psilocybin, uh, they're able to completely cure PTSD indefinitely. And so occasionally some people need it twice, but that is a miracle drug in my opinion. And I think that it, I, I would just like to use this opportunity to bring more awareness to it. So get affiliated with MAPS. I think it's a beautiful thing. And I think that the sheer fact that we are on, this is a whole nother discussion, but we're on the brink of a, a, a outbreak in humanity with our consciousness level. And we can talk about that another time if you'd like. It's a, that's a whole nother hour show. Um, I like that. But yeah, but Paul Stamets, um, he's not with them, but MAPS is definitely leading the way on that. And I highly recommend people get involved with them. That is maps.org. And uh, Paul Stamets is probably the best in the world at uh, knowing anything of the microverse and all that fun stuff. That's right. Uh, what, the, what this does is it creates neurogenesis in your brain. So a lot of the drugs that uh, people are prescribed stop your brain from firing a certain way and stop your brain from doing certain things. Uh, this allows your brain to create new pathways That's right. and is an all-natural way and it has tremendous success. So that's maps.org is the organization that you're giving a shout-out to. I looked them up real quick. So that way people can visit them and learn some more. Appreciate and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to get you back on so we can have that conversation about 
you just led into a whole nother world and uh, that I love talking about. So, Oh, yeah, that sounds uh, great. Uh, one more video real quick. Real quick, before you let me go, just so everybody can listen to it. Uh, go ahead and Google Amazing Fungi and uh, watch that video. It's only underground. You can't see anywhere else because they don't want the quote-unquote man getting a hold of it. And that will definitely uh, open, open your eyes to a whole new world before we have our next episode. Beautiful, man. I'll hit you up soon. I really appreciate your time. Sure. And like I said, I love getting all over the place, man. It makes me excited. If we talked about the same shit for an hour, I'd be bored out of my mind. I hear you, man. I'm with you. I I appreciate having me on, man. Beautiful. Stay up, man. And uh, yeah, keep doing what you're doing. You got it. See you, bud. Bye-bye. Next level. Next level. Next level shit. Next level shit. Next level. Next Level Shit is brought to you by Next Level Armament. We hope you enjoyed the show. And please tell your friends, give us a review, and subscribe to iTunes, Spotify, Ringer, Dinger, you know, where you're listening to the show. Thanks for being with us today. Look for us uh, every couple of weeks. Peace out. Next Level Shit. Next level shit.